Hey, yo, rap snacks needs to be a thing across Canada right quick. Right quick. Rick Ross, where you at? Make it happen. Pears. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually dead serious about the rap snacks thing. Like, yo, just like, yo, drop a Drake flavor if they ain't already got it. And like, yo, be big in Canada, like straight up. That Rick Ross sweet chili heat with the lemon pepper? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Anyway, welcome. This is Words with Ali. I'm your host, Ali Seavright. And this week's episode, I'm going to say some words on soul. But more specifically, band brothers. Now, I alluded to this episode happening many, many episodes ago. And I felt I wanted to give it, uh, I guess, a more special time by leaving it for the second to last episode so I could really spend time on it and really think about all that it encompasses. And I guess, yeah, the, the best way to start is from the beginning. And um, yeah, high school, I was in grade 10. My brother just got recruited by older high school kids into a band. And I eventually convinced them to let me join as well. Although I had no musical talent other than I was able to keep rhythm with a, a couple drumsticks on a djembe. And by the way, you shouldn't play djembes with fucking drumsticks or mallets, really. It's a hand drum. But, you know, we were progressive rock punk blues i don't even honestly till this day i don't know what genre of music we were exactly but it was it was the music of the time so it was this first band that i really got to by the way the name was mystic and um it was it was one of those things like you experience like in the moment you don't know what it is. And then when you realize that time is gone, like you look back and you're like, wow. That was that was actually a fucking amazing experience. I was fucking dope. I mean, except for that one, you know, Halloween show that was kind of, you know, that was fucked. But like, you know what? Besides that Halloween show. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Everything was pretty fun. And it was it was definitely with that first band that I learned about band brotherhood and this like bond that we all formed and it's kinda weird, you know, thinking that like I, I don't see like half of these guys anymore. But I know if I do, like it'll be like yesterday for some reason. And fuck yeah it was just amazing like yeah we'd have practices and we'd hang out we'd go like downtown go to all these different venues and play for all these different crowds and fucking kill it and i i can't forget you know what that first band had done for my life like sid he was a lead singer. 
he he literally became like my older brother. And like I hung out with him like fuck almost like it was like a daily it was like a daily thing I'd hang out with him pretty much. And like there was this one time where we just be at, hanging at the beach and he was there and you know beach parties and shit. A lot of drinking, but a lot of good times too. But a lot of, you know, a lot of drinking. But um I I won't I won't forget those because like like at that time it was like it was a rough time at home at that point in time, and like I guess the band was like a good outlet for me to process some of the shit, cause some of the shit was just like it was fucking terrible, like literally the worst time of my life brought about some of the best times of my life, and you know that's um. Yeah, that's, that's something I'm very grateful for. Cause if I if that if that if I didn't convince them to let me join, I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd I definitely would have never picked up the guitar. And fuck. I don't think I would have been into music, to be honest. Cause I got to listen to like, especially my my friend Tamash. He was the the bass player, and um, he introduced me to a shit ton of music, shit ton of music. I just had no idea about. And I remember I'd skip school, and we'd go uh, hang out at his house and just listen to Pink Floyd. And um, yeah, that was some that was some good times, man. Like and and that was like where I really got to explore how music can really affect you, really bind to your soul and touch you in a way that words or people like aren't able to. Music opened up my mind and my soul to all of these great experiences that I'm living continually. And fucking, fucking Lindsay. I miss you, bud. I haven't seen you in fucking years, bro. Years. Hope you're good. Fucking, I got a strong bowl waiting for you. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking love Lindsay, man. That guy, he fucking dash like, um, because like we had a show at Elma Combo. And he had, like, this spot that he liked to stash his uh, strongbows and shit. And, um, you know, like, usually between, like, sets or, like, before the show or after the show, we'd, you know, you know drink and, you know, chill out and shit. And, like, he he, he knew this was a good spot because, like, he, he put his shit there before. But on this particular day, I guess somebody might have... But no one, no one was in the alley, though, so I didn't know who the fuck... Like, you'd have to know it is there to even, you know, try to look for it there. It was, it was a good spot. And, yeah, he came outside, and he's, like, all fucking happy and shit. And, you know, and um, Strongbow was gone. And the anger, the anger I witnessed on this man's face was something I have never seen. He was upset. 
It's like, where the fuck is my strongbow? Who the fuck took my strongbow? And suffice to say, his drumming after that was uh, filled with even more vigor than uh, usual. And he was he was a fucking he was a beast of a fucking drummer. I hope he's still drumming. Jesus, if you're not, I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be upset. You better be drumming. But yeah, man, he fucking because every time he drummed, he'd have this fucking face he'd make. He's just like. Uh, I can't even, I can't describe it, but it's like, it's like scrunched up, but like, I don't know. It's not even scrunched up. I can't even, it was just a, a, a fucking drummer face, an intense drummer face. And it was fucking inspiring. I, I, I aspired to be a better drummer because of him. And I still never got a drum set. I still have to do that. But yeah, fucking... Yeah, Lindsay, you're fucking dope, bro. Miss you, bro. Just all around, just like a beast of a human, man. Fuck. And then Stu. Fucking Stu. Stu! Stu is Stu. Now, this guy, this guy was fucking... He, he was really fucking talented on guitar, man. And, like... Literally at practices, I'm I'm just like listening to the shit that he's just doing in between the songs. I'm like, wow. I I need to learn how to play guitar. There's two. It was like, okay, it's three people that uh, that got me into wanting to play guitar. And that was Neil. And Neil, you know who you are, you fucking beast. And uh, Stu. And Jimi Hendrix. Because I, I saw in them this sense of freedom that I, I was always wanting, but I never could find. And like that freedom to go wherever you want with your instrument and feel it and express it in a way where I understood. I understood what the fuck was going on whatever feeling i don't know i think that's why i fucking love them so much as musicians is that like i could really feel what they're trying to express and like that's a hard thing to do yeah sure you could play something impressive and someone goes like yeah that's fucking name it's real nice and good techniques and yeah, sweet picking and yeah, fucking what you steve vi fucking asshole anyway um no, but it's like when you're playing something and the person listening can feel that feeling, that's that's transcendent. That is transcendent. Shoutouts to Mother Leeds. Fucking shoutouts to Stu. Shoutouts to Jimi Hendrix. Fucking, ah, gone too soon, man. Could you imagine the fucking shit he'd be doing? He'd still be going, man. Like, fuck. Oh. But, yeah. Fucking, that was the my first band with my brother. I could say a thousand things about my brother, man. But, like, uh, it's weird. Because, like, 
even when we're not like on good terms, like I I could I still feel like he's always there for me. You know, and like Shit, am I gonna cry? Nah, 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 nah. Hey, yo, hold that, hold that in until after, yo. Hold that in until after. But yeah, man, like, I don't think he understands how much I've, I fucking tried to model my life after him, and try to, I guess, make him proud in a weird way. You know, like, he he really inspired me to... He actually inspired me to get into music. And... Because, like, when I saw him learning piano and he became so good at it, I wanted to be just like him. And when I tried learning, I'm like, whoo! Yeah, nigga, this ain't for me. Yeah, my fingers don't work like that. Yeah, you doing, like, minuets and moonlight sonatas and shit like it's nothing. Nigga, my, my fingers... My fingers are like... Ritz, you know, maybe I could do like some scratch scratches on a, you know, some fucking turntables, but yeah, I, yeah. And then, um, when he got into his first band, I, I felt like I had to be a part of it too. <laughs> and I guess I kind of weaseled my way in there, I guess, but you know, that became an experience in itself. And then, after that first band, I was wayward. I was reclusive, heartbroken, depressed. I picked up the guitar and I just learned it. I don't know how else I can say it. There wasn't no special fucking technique or reading any books. I just picked up the guitar and played it every day nonstop. And I became somewhat good. <laughs> and it was funny because, like, people was like, it's like, hey, it's like, well, what you doing with that guitar, Ali? Didn't you uh, play, like, bongos or some shit? And, like, I remember this house party. It was like, um, what's it called? It's like an underpants, underpants party. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the only dude wearing just, like, full jeans because, like, I wasn't comfortable with my body back then. I'm still not comfortable in my body fully, but, like, yeah, I ain't going to be out, like, in my skivvies and, uh, like, a party and shit. But anyway, so, fucking, uh, I see, like, my brother's band, they're playing, and then another band called the Vanguards were playing, and, by the way, my brother's band was called Slaves to the Groove, and they were a legendary fucking band in our area they fucking shook shit up played legendary shows fucking yeah fucking great great band and um yeah there was this like point in time where it's just like yeah everyone's chilling just like a little like uh jam happening so you know people are just picking up guitar playing you know doing whatever and then I decided, say, you know what? Let me uh, pick up this guitar and uh, see what I can do. And, you know, I was getting looks, and I was like, what the fuck's he doing? Hey, hey, what the fuck is he doing? Doesn't he play he, bongo? He, he's, he shouldn't. He, what is he? Uh, stop him. It's definitely not a bongo. What the fuck? 
Oh, this guy, what, he, he thinks he's a guitar player all of a sudden? Hey, put that thing down. Huh? This, ain't, this ain't for you. This ain't your life. You're the bongo guy. You're the big black bongo guy. Don't don't be picking up. And then I fucking start playing Little Wing by Jimi Hendrix. And fucking there was a moment of silence where people were like, what the fuck? Yo! What? Ali could play fucking guitar? What? Hey, yo, look. Yo, 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 everybody, look at him. Yo, what the fuck? What the fuck did you do to learn guitar so quick? I saw you like three months ago, bro, and how the fuck are you playing this like that? Holy shit. Hey, yo, let's start a band. And that's when I met Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and um fucking sean man that guy he's got so much fucking energy i love him this guy's just like like literally just like jumping just like i don't know why it's just he just jumps he just moves and um that brings us to um the second significant band this one was called spa music and this was um the first the first band where I was um I guess the co-lead the code lead uh guitarist because me and Sean would switch playing guitar and bass and then Paulson solid dude solid drummer fucking this guy's music knowledge is fucking bulletproof this motherfucker could tell you a fucking song made by a certain band during a certain year and like tell you what the fucking time of day was and the weather and fucking the mist or whatever. He just knows he knows a lot of fucking music, man. Like he's a walking disc discography and like fucking <laughs> the shenanigans and the shows that we played together and the fucking just like the ridiculous shit i i fucking miss it but at the same time i'm going like yeah i can't i can't do some of that shit again you know cuz you know my liver's you know it's getting older so i can't i can't drink like that and yeah some some of that shit was super sketch like those like a couple of them house party shows uh, you got some some sketchy shit happening and I remember, Sean, you passed out on the bed and people were just doing a whole bunch of shit around you. And yeah, I, I fucking, yeah, I had to get you out of there. That was, that was sketch. I don't even know. Do you remember that? I hope you remember that. That was a, that was a sketch, uh, that was a sketch series of events. But yeah, the, the whole, um, name spa music was that we just took the initials of our names and fucking just put music after <laughs> <laughs> but man like i don't even know what kind of genre music it's like rock prog rock fucking jazzy shit blues and it was a, a great experiment and a great experience and i i cherish a lot of those times we we spend together fucking i miss i miss seeing sean's parents and hanging out with them and fucking just chilling. Yeah, we did a we did a lot of chilling. Yeah. Probably should have did more practicing. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Paulson. I know, like, fuck, man. This guy's coming all the way out from Brampton to come to Scarborough for practices, man. And, like, he's taking the bus and carrying all his gear and shit. And, honestly, man, yeah, I understand. That was, that was some rough shit. And, you know, there was a bit of a mix-up on a, a rehearsal space. And I got confused. And, yeah. Kind of wish things, you know, went a little bit better. But, you know, at the same time, it was a learning experience. And... I appreciate those times, you know, a lot. Appreciate you, fellas. I appreciate you. I miss you. But yeah, I can't. I can't drink like I can't drink like them old days, man. I can't do it. Mm-mm. That shit. Whew. Goodness. And then I guess yeah, in between spa music. There was a few projects that I was a part of. I was in a punk band briefly. Um, that that was a mistake. I'm not gonna say any more about that. Um, I did meet this fella. Um, yeah, interesting. He was a drummer fucking super talented and like i'd say i i'm sorry isaiah i'm sorry ice but like i connected with this fella on drums on a different level and like he 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 understood how my brain thought with the way i played my guitar and like it just it just came together really nicely and we had a couple projects going. We we're doing like um, Black Sabbath shit for a little bit. Had a uh, testing out a few different players and I guess band names. I think Lightning Rod was one. Distilled Purity, something else. And yeah, like I can't, I can't talk about my music journey without bringing up this fella. But like, yeah, that was a that was a good time while it lasted. And you know, I wish him all the luck in his journey. And I hope he, you know, finds peace and happiness, prosperity, you know, and some nice land to sprawl out and enjoy life. I wish you nothing but the best, bro. And I don't even got to say your name. You already know it's you. You already know it's you, bro. I don't even know if you listen to all these fucking, uh, you got to get to fucking episode 51, bro. But like, if you get here, just know. Yeah. But yeah, man. Good luck to you. And then after that, it was a lot of drifting and fucking, I guess, lostedness. I didn't know what to do. Then I ran into Harry. Harry! Another drummer, this guy, fucking beast. Beast. He butters, he butters them sticks. He likes his, I don't know why he's, he keeps saying butter and buttering stuff up, but like, he likes butter. I like butter too, actually. It's really good with a lot of shit. But yeah, Harry, man, fucking just ridiculous on them sticks, bruh ridiculous and then like i'd hit up um his spot and you know do some jams and um 
Fucking Yusuke. Yusuke all the way out in Japan. Yeah. Miss you, bro. Fucking. Yeah, let me know when you're back in Canada. I'd be down to learn some guitar shit from you. Because, like, yeah, Yusuke is a fucking ridiculous guitarist, man. This guy is a fucking just ugh, and solid fucking beast on bass as well. Jesus. The guy's just, he's just fucking, mal- and he takes, he does photography, the motherfucker. Yusuke, you just, you just that dude, man. You just the fucking talent. You just Mr. Talent, man. And fucking, uh, yeah, through Harry, um, Jams, and then. I think Sid told me about this guy. His name was uh, Spencer. He said he was a keyboardist from uh, PEI. And um, that um, I should jam with him and, you know, you know, maybe see what, you know, what happens and go from there. So I'm hanging out with Harry. Spencer comes by. I think, was Yusuke there? I think Yusuke was there for a bit. And then we started jamming. We were doing like some space jazz shit. I don't even know what the fuck we were calling it. Like space funk jazz. Whatever whatever the fuck it was, it was just it was just fucking it was out there and it was fucking it felt good cuz like it it's been a like a while since I was playing like anything. I I think yeah, it took like a 2 year break at that point in time, and then had that amazing jam, and then fucking Spencer, hey, you should, uh, fucking, uh, no, fucking, uh, do some music together, bro, I'm like, whoa, shit, really, he's like, yeah, man, let's fucking, uh, you know, do some music shit, and then, uh, yeah, we started doing some music shit, I joined his band, uh, Mercy Please, and uh tested out a few uh was it who's the cuz there was someone that was on drums before ice uh fuck i can't remember anyway ice ice isaiah iceman the fucking the coolest motherfucker was playing the drums we had a few different bass players uh, but Hector uh, was there, and he was uh, rock solid. Fucking miss you, Hector. Yeah. And yeah, man, we played. We played a lot of shows. We played. I think we're together for uh, about two years, maybe a little over two years. And yeah, we played. We played throughout Toronto. I fucking got to leave. The GTA we got to go to Ottawa and do that. That was a great experience. That was that was really fun. Fucking shit. I should I should fucking do that rideshare shit more. That's like it's like I think it was like thirty five bucks to go to Ottawa. And like, yeah, you just you don't have to do shit else. You just bring food and sit in a nice, you know, air conditioned vehicle, and then you're in a new city. That's uh, that's not bad. And yeah, man, like fucking. Through through that, I met so many more people. And. Fuck, man, like the bond. 
The bond I created with Ice, man, like that nigga, that nigga's my best friend, man. I would murder innocent people to make him smile. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. They'd, they'd have to do something first, you know, like litter or look at me funny. And uh, yeah, I guess that kind of the band didn't work out. Uh, you know, we had uh, some musical differences on there and then some personal differences came up. And yeah, that's uh, that's that with that. And uh, I guess now I'm in this um, this state of. I, I want to call it freedom because I, I can do whatever and play whatever and yeah, it feels good. I got some projects I'm working on and some up and coming ones with uh, some other artists uh, when the time's available to schedule shit. Because yeah, this is a, it's Christmas time, motherfucker. Everybody busy and shit. Christmas in and fucking cooking shit and rapping shit and taking flights you know what i'm saying bless up to my my cousins man like ah so many babies being born man so many babies being born in my family right now but yeah bless up yeah yeah I'm yelling. I'm yelling in my whip. Yelling in my whip. Cause a new baby is born in the family. Yeah, y'all. Brunning. Brunning. I don't know what I am saying. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, that's enough of that. But, um. Fuck. I think. Everyone should experience being a part of a band. I think that's that's what I'm saying. You're going to have some bad times, you know? Some some really shitty times if you you know really, you know, getting into it. But also you're going to have irreplaceable fucking memories that you'll think about for the rest of your life. Not to mention the the fucking friendships, like fucking the the Tamash man. Like, I've I've been we have been close friends since fucking I was like fifteen, fourteen, bro. That's like fifteen years. That's crazy. That's all for me just joining a band. I wasn't even that good at fucking djembe, man. And we had, like, the fucking sacred try try djembe thing that we made. We just took, like, three djembes and taped them together and shit and tried to play a show, and I kept getting kicked over. That was funny. But, yeah, man, fucking... (sighs) Yeah, join a band. Make a band. Try it out experience life share music make music or something like 
I don't even know if it needs to be a necessarily a band per se. You could just have a reading group. Just just bond with motherfuckers, man. Cause that that shit that shit adds so much to, to our lives. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And right now I'm trying to end this podcast a little bit quicker. Cause I'm gonna go play Halo with Ice right now. I know that motherfucker waiting because we're going we gonna to be shooting motherfuckers, headshotting them, and then teabagging motherfuckers because we're the Brown Brothers niggas. That's what we call ourselves. You can't call us that unless you're part of the group. Oh, and also black. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah, music. That's a part of my soul. And these, the, the bonds I made through these bands, some of them, you know, were temporary, but, uh, a lot of them are lifelong and, um, yeah, I fucking, yeah. So I guess that's all I got to say for now. You guys uh, take care of yourself. Start a band. Even if it's just like recorders or some shit. I don't know. Just start a group. And just hang out with motherfuckers and experience life. Live it up. I left out a lot of illegal shit. Uh, I'm just letting you know that. (laughs) I left out a lot of illegal shit. But, um, yeah, fucking bands. That's the bands episode, everybody. Uh, We did it. Episode 51. Holy shit. This is, uh, this is it. Next episode is the last episode. So if you are going to watch an episode, watch. Can you watch these? If you are, well, I guess if you have like the Xbox thing and you play it and you got like the, you know that old school Xbox like fucking digital fucking kaleidoscope shit and you're playing your music and you get entranced by it? Like play my podcast with that shit. Anyway, next time you listen, uh, fucking uh, keep your ears out next Tuesday, the final episode. Will Ali continue this into the next year? Does he have a way of ending this current episode that is poignant and makes sense? Is the pointy hat green flying baby thing you as a baby? Can you save 15% or more with Geico Insurance? Is Allstate really by your side? Well, you silly son of a bitch, you better find out next week, Tuesday, on a new episode of Words with Ali to find out more next time on Dragon Ball Z. So, yeah, um, you take care now, you hear? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, y'all take care till next week. And uh, Merry Christmas, because the episode is actually going to be after Christmas. So, yeah, Merry Christmas to y'all.
to you and yours and uh bless up you know criminal merry chrysler and uh for those of you where you know christmas time holiday time is you know tough you know take care of yourself take care of your mental health your physical health and you know if if you feel like you're in crisis you know please reach out to someone I beg of you, please reach out to someone, please, please. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say goodbye to you guys. I want to actually, I wanted to sing a Christmas song, but I don't know any of them and I don't want to read them. Actually, fuck Christmas songs. You know what? Let me talk shit for a little bit. Fuck you, Mariah Carey, and your fucking All I Want for Christmas song, you motherfucker. That that shit has been playing fuck practically the entirety of my life. I am tired of hearing that shit every fucking December. It is irksome. It is... Yeah, it was catchy once, but, like, shit, it's played out. It hurts to hear it. Please. Please, somebody deal with that song. I We need another song to represent Christmas. Because all, all I'm hearing is all I want, and I don't want it no more. I don't want this shit. Get this shit the fuck out of here, huh? Oh. Like, because like, you got to think about it. Like, how long has she been milking that fucking song? What, like 25 years? It's like, bruh. Let it die. Let that shit die. But yo, I'm going to drop a fucking new Christmas song coming out summer 2023. New York Christmas is going to be gangster. Everybody wearing butters in the studio when we're recording it. It's going to be full of New York energy. And it's going to be recorded in Toronto. That's how New York it is. It's not even in New York. It's up upstate New York. It's out of state New York. That's what that is. We're going to stomp on a, that Mariah Carey bullshit. Motherfucker. So, yeah, Mariah Carey, watch out. Watch out. We got we got them hammers. And we hammering a beat. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be bringing that heat. So, all you're going to want for Christmas is to fucking sing your song on another street. You heard? New York, you know what it is. It's black action back at you, baby. You know. Yeah, dude. Like fucking Chad right here, dude. You know what I'm saying? Fucking switch it up. You don't even know where I'm going with this shit. These ain't even cuts. I'm doing this shit in the sick and in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like you hear that smoothness when I'm switching that shit up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Chad? You know what I'm saying? You don't even know where I'm going with this shit. I'm switching that shit up quicker than a motherfucker. Ving Rhames, bitch. Got some big pipe hitting motherfuckers out here. You already know. Yeah. Act correct. Alright. So anyway, um, yeah. You guys take care. That's it. Uh yeah. Bless up. 
All right, y'all. Peace. I actually kind of like Mariah Carey. I just really hate that song. Yeah.